Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. What's up, friends? And welcome in to In This League, the fantasy baseball podcast. I am Chris Welsh, a.k.a. The. Over there is the Scott Bogman, the official Scott Bogman. That'd be a good Twitter handle. The official Scott Bogman. The official Scott Bogman? Well, I'm yeah, sure exactly. someone's going to go take it now, so appreciate that. <laughs> the, <laughs> Scott Bogman, yeah. official. The original Scott them. Bogman, yeah. <laughs> you, know, the, you know what makes me laugh, too? I just saw this tonight. It's like um, you know, Lisa Ann. You know Lisa Ann. We all know Lisa Ann. Who is that? I'm not familiar. Uh, <laughs> she's a she's a sports analyst, actually. An she analyst. Really great okay, show. I'll yeah. have to look her up. Oh, my. She is very attractive. Look <laughs> yeah. at that. Spell it all the way out, analyst. And uh, Lisa Ann posts all these times about these Lisa fake Anil. accounts. <laughs> these fake accounts. And she's like, got another one. And it's like, you know, whatever. It's like Lisa Ann official, and it's all the pictures and stuff. Yeah. It's like these dirtbags that create these fake accounts. Lisa, fan, that- Lisa Ann official, one, two, three, four, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like the ones that'll be like, oh, you know, just give us your credit card information. And I keep thinking about that as soon as you said, like, oh, there's going to be Twitter handles. They're just going to be all these, like, Bogman official, <laughs> the real Bogman, Scott Bogman. Yeah. Like, all these official accounts will be out there. We do have parody uh, accounts, by the way, that have completely stayed dormant. I think there's a nice guy Bogman account, and there is... What are you uh, doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. What the f*** are you doing? What are you hey, doing hey, right hey, now? Edit, edit, edit. <laughs> sorry, but but what are you thinking? I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't think I've ever had one either. Too, by the way. I think there's like oh, there's like. What are you doing right now? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I think there's like. How two tired or three... are you? You are so I'm tired. Really, I'm you were really saying tired. crazy things. Stop it! What are you? Doing? I'm really, really. T- <laughs> I'm really Good tired. God, so. man. All right. Uh, today on the episode, by the way, <laughs> the real Scott Bogman and <laughs> is yeah. it the Welsh? Is it the Welsh? Are going to be presenting to you our bold predictions for the year and we have got some big ones bogs sorry i just moved my uh remote here and my cat freaked out oh, yeah, yeah. Like you almost spit up a drink and it made me laugh i'm loopy i'm a little bit loopy today it's a late but it's one bold, it's a very it's late one for me time. we're two hours different yeah i know it's, it's very late for you it's bold prediction time here on intl we've got five bold predictions on the positive we've got five bold predictions on the negative and we have got five Deep league bold predictions. Some are going to be predictable. I tried to throw a couple out that I've been kind of marinating on. You guys are going to know a couple of them out there. But uh, the other key is going to be how bold, how low can you go? How bold can you go, Bogman? How bold do you think you went? Do you have one that um, was like, you know? Yeah. I have one like that was took, pretty like, like you took a oh, rhino and you were just like, here we go. A little bit. Yeah. Ooh. I also have a very funny one that I believe you'll enjoy. So oh, I think I see. saw it already. Does it have to do with someone named Schmyron Schmuxton? It does not. No, oh, okay. that's not the funny one. That's just a true one yeah, that I mean, will happen. That's the so. troll one. That's the troll no, no, one true. Like, you mispronounce it. T R U E. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Because I, like I it saw will one. happen. You it, can it's, put money on it. Right. It's very ironic about this because this true one about this Schmyron Schmuxton. Mm-hmm. It just so happens on our show show sheet. I put one that was very anti Bogman. 
And just after when Bog- I did the Byron Buxton one, no, no, by no, the way. Bogman appeared on the sheet and then all then put the Schmeiron Schmuxton one on. That right was the after first I- one I wrote down. It was there when you put that other one there. That's uh, why attacking. I thought you put the first one there. But anyway, let's go. Attacking. You're attacking. I, I don't. I'm like not it. attacking. I don't, I'm I don't reacting. Like okay. All right. Well, bold so lies and slander. Lies We're, and slander. Um, we did a bold. Did we do a bold predictions last year? God knows where those were. If we were. Oh, I don't know where that back. went. Do we really want to revisit the past anyway? Well, so I can't imagine <laughs> those went very well for us. So we're always looking for the future. I'm just curious. Like, did we get one? Did we get oh, like I one or two? No right? idea, dude. I, I'd have to go. Um, let me let me scroll through here while you're reading stuff, and I'll see if I can find uh anything yeah you that. think we even did a sheet that'd be amazing here uh but we do want to tell you guys that this episode is brought to you by underdog fantasy promo code itl what's the promo code itl do that on your first deposit once you download the app you are going to get a 100 percent match up to 100 percent deposited free dollar dollar bills y'all you guys can still jump into all of their awesome contests they've got for best ball and we are like two weeks away from pick'em season, where you can go and, you know, three, four players on different quote prop, you know, like over-unders, if you will. It's an awesome, awesome game. And you might even think that you can't get access to the app and all the cool games, but believe me, you can in lots of places. Bogman and I both can, and it doesn't work both ways. I can't do NFBC here. Bogman can't do gambling. We can both do Underdog Fantasy. So go to your app store, download it, use the promo code ITL, hook the boys up, we would appreciate it. And let's get rocking because next week, I think it's on Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Bogman and I are going to put together one of those higher dollar best balls just before the season starts up. So you can yeah. play with us. So go and do it today. Promo code ITL underdog fantasy. Do it today. Oh my God. The WBC was phenomenal. I lost money so great. at the end too, by the way. I had, um, had a USA Futures that obviously did not cash. I had uh, I had a small little like home run for Mookie, which did not play, but I did play the under in the first five, but I ended up losing the futures one, which was my big bet at the end of the day. But that was hands down. And I had a great WBC gambling site. It was hands down the best world baseball classic and maybe the best jumpstart the, the baseball season could have. I can't think of a better jumpstart. The last WBC was fun. I don't remember it being one iota this magical from every moment to Trey Turner's grand slam that took us back to the uh the home the walk-off homer for Japan against Mexico to get in to the final at bat Shohei Otani I mean it's literally out of a, out of a, yeah. out of a movie a Shohei Otani versus Mike Trout he's hitting 102 and he hits him with a slider to end the game and Japan wins sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 investments like acquiring america's largest biogas producer archaea energy and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door. And after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Until uh, I space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just... 
Tell us a little more. Let me tell you something about in this league. Obviously, all of us, uh, all of us Americans were very, very upset seeing uh, not America win. But it was maybe one of the coolest baseball moments of all time. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a great event. And I don't understand people that don't like it. You know, um, uh, some guys got hurt during this event. But yeah, I think a lot it's the of guys, guys that got, got hit on the hand and injured and, and snapped their legs and stuff like that. That's the reasons. Yeah, I understand. But that stuff happens in spring training. And they, those same people training, also so. complain about spring training. I just point out like okay. the same wow. like those aren't individual. Well, then let's people. never do anything. Let, let's just uh, you know let's just hang out in a bubble. And yeah, be, they should be never Jake Hall, the bubble boy. Yeah, so. no, they should never practice because what would happen? This would be the best thing, too, because I don't think those people are separate. I think the spring training complainers are also the WBC, WBC complainers. And I don't think there's an individualized person. But then what you get is, OK, I'm over here now, thinking like, let's make a tournament out of spring training. How do we do that? Sure. Why not? This was fun. But the, now we see was great. You would have these guys who don't practice at all and they would get injured immediately. And then those same people who complain be like, where's the lead up? How are we going to get these guys set for the season? It's like, you can't make those people happy to go out of your way to hate this Jam. tournament, especially after it, what, after it was, it, what are we doing? Like, this is baseball. Like what, what are we doing here? The only, there was only one negative I had across the board was I hated that they were using the old baseball rules while new baseball <laughs> was came doing for so long. <laughs> well, not even that it was so long. I got to be honest with you. I actually think it kind of gave the new rules a little bit of a bad look. If you don't think about the time and obviously it was like an hour less, at least there was, there's just something a little bit more. You really kind of can appreciate a little bit more is like baseball players have a little bit more time to prep. There's a little bit more breathing room in baseball. Um, there was all that, but like having, where these guys could shift and there was no pitch clock and stuff like that. And then over here in spring training, they're doing that. I thought that was stupid, but I don't care. Like it's, it's I'm only bringing yeah. it up because we literally just talked about it. It's not something I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go past my character limit on Twitter to let everybody know about You're how I feel about nits. this. You're picking yeah. nits with it at that point. Yeah. It, everything was great. Um, you know, the results, obviously we were disappointed, but Japan is awesome. All their, all the biggest stars in Japan were playing for the Japanese team. Dude. So Ta- we also, take note of that, America. Let's go, you know. Well, I think the players also made a big kind of stink about that Garrett after Cole. the game. I think it was like Arenado or Betts or something was like all the superstars and all the stars should be playing in these games and there's really no excuse. But one of the things I loved out of it too is like this bigger advent of like baseball savant and everything that's come up. We get such a deeper look inside of these players. And uh, you know, and I were doing this over on Rates and Barrels, but like Roki Sasaki, uh, Sasaki was insane like the guy was insane with a 92 mile an hour splitter which i think he was averaging 91 and a half he had check this out dude of the 64 pitches he threw 33 had swings on them and then it was like you know half of those were whiffs he had like 13 or 17 whiffs or some absurd number and this being able to like get more of the breakdowns I thought was really cool on How about nobody that, hitting a ball harder than Otani and no one throwing a ball harder than Otani, which is absurd. And we, we got to see, um, oh man, Soto Amanaga, I think was the, he was the pitcher that started for Japan. He's the guy that, uh, you know, had said broke his stuff. Plus he added the number one stuff plus <laughs> or stuff plus fastball in all of the WBC at the time. The Togo guy came in through the middle of the lineup and carved everybody up. He was great. He was wild, dude. And uh, they're also talking a lot of, and and like really crazy analytical stuff. You get like, you know, um, induced vertical break, which uh, Togo completely broke. And you also saw uh, uh, Imanaga do that as well. And just, just seeing all the stats and just seeing all of the, the splitters. That was another thing where everyone was like, look at the success that the Japanese pitching staff had and the amount of splitters were out there. And there's kind of a lot of like divisiveness around that in general. So I don't know. I just thought it put baseball on a really interesting display. And we've sat so much while trying to talk about fantasy baseball so much. We've also kind of talked about like baseball is doing a lot of these changes and stuff so we can make the game more accessible and more watchable for a lot of people. And it's just like, you just want to see the best out there and you want to be able to analyze it. And we want to be able to analyze it the best. And uh, I don't know if I walked away feeling like, man, I'm going to be romantic about, you know, more breathing room between plays and stuff like that. Or if I'm going to just settle right into, you know, 15 seconds in between pitches and stuff like that. And by the way, did you see also baseball was like, hey, by the way, uh, we're going to announce 
some changes to those rules right before the season starts. Like, give me a, what are we, doing? what are we doing here? <laughs> I hope they say we're turning the bases back and we got rid of the clock and the shift is back also. Yeah. 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 That's Actually, you know what? No changes. Same as last year. Yeah. Uh, Here's also, our change. Weird baseballs, back. different baseballs all over the, the nation. How about that too? Summer rocks, summer tennis balls. It's going to be a great time. You know, actually, I think that would be kind of a fun thing. What if home field advantage became about like different baseballs that were like created the home, in like different the places? home team got to choose like either yeah. the rock baseball or the bouncy ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like it's it's becoming like basketball. It's like in Colorado, <laughs> we dip the balls in mustard yeah. before we throw pitches. Five and... runs if you hit it past the meatballs. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's where baseballs move into. They're slowly trying to make it a little bit easier. That, but... That's that's the joke from uh, Futurama where. Uh, Fry wakes up in the year 3000. They go to watch a Blurns ball game and he's like, what's Blurns ball? And they're like, they jazzed up baseball around the 2300s. And he's like, baseball, because it was so boring. Baseball wasn't boring. They jazzed it up, huh? Okay, cool. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what they're, that's what they're attempting to do. But uh, WBC is finally over. All the guys are going to go back, though. Uh, there are some other reactions. I saw right after this, this is going to be one of those little tiny quirky things where people are going to roll their eyes. Right after the game, you Darvish said that he's in contact with the Padres, but is unsure if he's now going to be ready for opening day. And it's like, that's the type of stuff that is going to infuriate people that that's you were doing this entire, stuff. well, you're in this entire tournament and you're not ready for it. I mean, if he can get back in time, which he should, like Julio Urias is scheduled to pitch on Friday and he was eliminated on Tuesday. In theory, you Darvish should be able to put up like a full go on Saturday or Sunday. So what part of that is because he just didn't pitch enough with Japan? Like him yeah, not okay. being ready is a bad uh, is a bad like. Uh, but that's also know, him just complaining about his role on Team Japan. You know, sorry, Darvish, you're no longer the best pitcher in Japan. So you don't get to throw whenever you feel like it, whenever you want. So Boy, was I don't know. I, I love Darvish. Was he uh, even but, the third best on that team? I mean, that is what his peak is. I mean, uh, so was I, I don't know if he's rookie. even the third best. Yeah, it, it, those two are definitely better. So I, I don't know, you know, and I still love Darvish. I just drafted him in our NL only. So, but uh, I mean, what does also not ready mean? Does that mean he throws four innings instead of five his first start? And then he's fine after that. That's probably what it is. So I think it's possible. I think the Padres have that. talked about a six man rotation too, which maybe they push. I don't know, but it's just stuff that like you just want is positive of of uh, outcomes out of this as, as as you can like you don't want guys getting little scratches like one of the best things that could happen in this lineup um tonight as we're recording this is that arenado was able to come back after getting hit and he like immediately was taken out of the game and by the way thumbs up trip to bobby witt jr who literally skipped all of spring training to pinch run like twice uh, i feel bad for him uh, barely doing anything on that team but Hard like to take arenado- turner and arenado off the field you know yeah, well, no, I totally agree, but like they didn't find anything ever for him. It was Tim Anderson at second, and, but my point is, is like um, Arenado getting back in the lineup was a good thing because that was one of those negatives where it was like, oh crap, um, which is going to take us to some news. There's a ton of news and notes. I maybe I don't know, if just a bunch of stuff has hasn't has happened since the last episode or not, but uh, there's a lot of stuff looming out there. Obviously, the biggest one we haven't talked about a whole bunch. Jose Altuve broke his hand in the WBC. He's going to be having surgery and. The timeline looks about now six to eight weeks for in season because it was middle of May is the earliest is is what we've heard. So so assume it, June, assume June first is the, yeah. the one that's going to happen. Uh, David Hensley, uh, I think it's Hensley. You have Hensley on here. I think it's David oh, it I, I could be wrong yeah. about that. Um, no, I probably just mistyped it. Yeah, it's Hensley. David Hensley. The, by the way, the six foot six second baseman is up for the job, and I don't even think I realized Mauricio so Dubon. Neil- is it O'Neill well. Cruz's cousin? Is that who that is? David? Yeah, Hensley? well, yeah, I mean, they, they, it could be, they could be, I suppose they could be cousins, probably from a like white men can't jump it. perspective. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But David Hensley, decent contact guy, stolen some base, had a pretty good spring, would be out there. And then Mauricio Dubon, those would be the two guys that would be splitting time. You know, when I talked about this a ton on like rates and barrels, at the end of the day, as cool as Hensley is, Hensley's an option in our AL. We're doing our AL NL Masters. We're currently drafting right now, which is the only entry league we did in ITL this year. And it's uh, it's crazy. It's a crazy league that we do. It's 16 teams, AL, and then an NL draft. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The snozberries taste like snozberries. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Littering and... Littering and... um, in this league break it down and it's, it's actually kind of cool because it's like if one guy gets traded in your al you get to nl you get that guy on your nl roster he's an option there but for people that lost him uh lost jose altuve in really any other format like he's not the guy that i'm turning to i'm not turning to debon i'm not turning to hensley there are just better options out there even into the th- like brendan donovan is someone that's probably readily available for you in leagues that's probably the place that you're going to have to go to, you know, reassemble whatever you can statistically. It's not those guys, but those are the guys that are going to take over. Uh, theoretically, they might split some time in between, but they're going to be hitting nine for the Astros. And I just don't think they're really the options to look at until they tell us otherwise. Yeah, I mean, um, like you said, you can do much better than this combo of guys for the Astros. So I think Brennan Donovan, if he's available, that's a great option. He's crushing spring right now. Um, you know, uh, Multiple position eligibility, that's that's a great option. So let me ask you this. Um, this was the one that has caused a lot of debate here is Altuve himself and what you do with him. What was your because when did this injury go down? Um, I want to sort this. Was this like um yeah, it must middle, have been Monday last or, week? Yeah. Was it Monday? No, it wasn't this Monday. It was like last Monday. So I'm gonna go the fifteenth, let's no, say. No, it was it was Monday. Bart Bard hit him. Bart hit him in the hand on Monday against Venezuela, right? Because Mexico um, played, because we played Venezuela, and then Mexico it? played Japan, right? Was it? So, really? Yeah, it was just a couple days ago. Two days. Okay. Well, I mean, my brain, I guess, doesn't work. I feel no, like, like Cuba. You're right. You're right. So it happened on Saturday. Saturday. Today. Okay. Cool. I want to add one more in here because my whole point of this is trying to add like a couple extra drafts in here. So there were three drafts on draft champions during that time. Where do you think Altuve went? Because I have it pulled up. Three draft champions on NFBC. Uh, 120. You're really good. 121. You almost nailed that. And that I is actually... he was going around 50 or 60 before that. So. Oh, sometimes. Dude, sometimes he's going in the 20s. It's crazy how high he was going. What's fascinating about that is when Eno and I were talking, he was almost insinuating like the 180s. I was pushing... The late 90s to like 110, 115 seemed like the spot. Yeah, if so you would have asked him, me where I was going to take him, I probably would have said somewhere around 100. Okay, because uh, in this, his low was 177 of the three drafts, and his high was 96 of one of those three drafts. And I'm curious, are you willing to do what I brought up? Are you willing to do the, I take Altuve at, let's just call it 120, and then I pair him with a Cattell Marte. Sure. Or yeah. are you a skip altogether and don't worry about Altuve? No, like I, I, I understand uh, the trepidation hand wrist injuries can sap power. They can set you back, all that stuff. They're going to baby him. 
like you said, middle of May at the earliest, probably closer to June 1st. If you just assume June 1st and, and go from there, then fine. Yeah. And you don't even have to take someone as high as Cattell. You can take someone uh, a little bit lower and then just if that guy's not hitting, dump him and take somebody, pick up somebody else off the wire that is that qualifies at second, you know, and just play that rotational spot until you get Altuve back if you have IL spots. So, uh, yeah, I'm more than willing to draft Altuve and I would do it before 120. I think, you know, 100, 110, somewhere in that neighborhood just See, to make sure I got him. If I wanted him, yeah, that's, that was my plan at second. Yes, that's my sweet spot because I think inside the top 100, it's not great. That's why, like, for a, for this is really funny. The other piece of news that's injury based, I don't know if you saw this, but the Phillies said that they are not putting Bryce Harper on the 60 day IL. And that's got a lot of people kind of in upright right now because <laughs> they can they can retroactive it, but if they're sitting out the possibility that he's going to be able to hit and play sooner rather than later, it opens up the possibility of his draft status being different. And I have had Bryce Harper a decent amount higher than most people because my just my mental side of those type of guys are as soon as you get outside the top 100, I think it's fair game. Like if you're playing in a much deeper league, okay, maybe you only have, you know, seven guys on your roster and you need to be a little bit harder. But if you're playing in 12 man or 10 man, and, and regardless of it, like I just think after 100, you're starting to get into open season. And I think you're going to see Harper start pushing back up during those same drafts, just since I have them up for reference here. Harper went 187 with a high of 177. I think that's going to push inside the 150 easy. Over I got him at week. 149 uh, on, on my ranks, and that's where I've had him uh, for a while. And, and look, I don't. I don't necessarily think that them not putting him, starting him on the 60 means anything because like you said, yeah. you can retroactively. And why wouldn't you do that? If there's any outside tiny little itty bitty baby shot that he'll be back before that 60 days, you want him back before that 60 days. So of course that's the move you make. I think it would be absurd to do that. The only time that you put a guy, it's like Tariq Skubal, you know, he's not coming back. He just had TJ. So put him on the 60 and you're done. You know, so that's yeah, fine. they might but, feel yeah. comfortable with him getting back at DH. I mean, they pretty openly and he has also talked about it like he's not going to play in the outfield this year. He's going to be a DH all season. That's what he's going to do. And maybe the recovery process and the bat is going quicker along. So like both of those guys are outside the top 100. Who would you rather have, though? Would you rather have Util Harper, um, who they might be on the same timeline right now? Theoretically, if we if we want to look at June 1st, these guys might be on the same timeline here. Who would you rather draft right now? Second base or util? Obviously, knowing Harper is a more valuable uh, piece, but not positionally. I, I Altuve still. Um, I think he's probably guaranteed to get back sooner. They're not going to baby him as much as as the Phils should with Harper. Um, and second base, man, second base is tough. So yeah, I, it's still Altuve for me. Yeah, I think I agree. And Altuve, like I said, if if I were to jump into it, how I would approach it is taking him. And then being really aware after to try to get another one of those guys. Not that like I think you know Cattell's going to go soon, but if I had the opportunity and my roster made sense, I wouldn't mind getting a Max Muncy with it too. Because Max, you could move around. He can be your second baseman for that time being. But you once Altuve comes up, you can move. Uh, you can move Muncy around. I think he's got third base uh, eligibility. So that I think is an extra good factor. You don't want to like clog up your entire roster paying attention to it but if you feel good of where you're at and how you can control your team i think you can do it and i wouldn't be afraid to but it's probably outside the top 100 here is the biggest scare before we start getting into more burning uh pieces of news and then getting to our bold predictions juan soto was playing a as they described it a b game and there's two things that happen there are minor league spring training games which go on around one o'clock here. And then there's these B games, which happen usually around 11 o'clock. Those are usually on camp days. So I think this might've been an inner squad camp day type of game that he was playing in. doesn't really matter, but he pulls up lame uh, and gets immediately taken out of the game during this. This is just coming off of him coming back from the DR, which by the way, he was late to go because he was suffering from an injury. And they said it was a mild uh, thing. I think they even I think they even told us it was an oblique, but it was a mild oblique. And this started to come up, uh, not to do it again, but you know, and I were kind of yapping about this. And his concern was maybe he's not a first rounder. Well, uh, news today is that he is going for an MRI on mm. this supposed mild oblique strain, which is a 
massive warning sign right now. I mean, the oblique strain for Suzuki took him out, what, like six weeks, eight weeks? Yeah, I, I mean, I am just furious about this too because yesterday, right before we start the NL draft, and I, where I have pick four, by the way, they said mild, day-to-day, seriously no big deal. And then I draft Soto this morning in the first round at mm-hmm. pick four. And then I get to go and they're get like, this sheet ready. They're like, well, we hope it's mild. We're going to send him for an MRI now and all that stuff. And I don't like going into the league with any league with uh, an injured player. And now maybe my first round pick is going to miss some time. So it is inf- absolutely infuriating. You know that me. news was said with a high pitch. They're like, well, well, <laughs> you know, you know, oblique. Eh, well. So I legit, if I was drafting, Right now, I'm going to agree with where Eno was. I'm not taking him in the first round. I think there's too much risk. And you could argue, like, what's the difference between taking him, like, missing out on him and just taking someone else? And is there really a safe pick? But like you said, like, obliques are weird. And they're, they're weird. Eno described them as like these injuries where it's like you kind of don't know until you start messing around with it. And it's like, oh, it's not good. You can't go. And we saw how bad it's with Suzuki. Let, let's let's see how low you go here. Uh, Soto or Witt? Um, right now, with the current news, I would. I think I might go Witt. Soto or Vlad? I think I go Vlad. Soto or Trout? That's a really good one. I think I go Trout right now. Soto or Machado? Man, I don't want to be an alarmist. I'm sounding like a big <laughs> no, no, but but dude. just your your gut instinct. Just I think don't it's think Machado it. right okay, now. Now here's the real test for you: Soto or Cole? Uh, I would go Soto. There we go. All right. Yeah. So I think he's like a he's like a six right before the pitchers. Yeah, yeah six, <laughs> like he's like sixteen. So he's just out of the first round. If so, if I had a wheel pick. Like, I think I can justify it a little bit, maybe a little bit more, you know, just because I'm getting inherent value. I kind of did that in early drafts with in like TGFBI and uh, I think it was Tout with uh, Jordan Alvarez because his, you know, everyone was worried about the wrist and stuff. And I got him on the wheel and it looks like it's worked in my favor. These all aren't going to work out. Just right. the inherent risk of going into a season with an injury that could, this could silence in him the a first month. round. Yeah. I mean, just don't do it. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't drafted yet, and this is why I love to wait until the very end of spring training to draft my teams because Soto's out, maybe. Uh, Altuve's out. Uh, Darvish may not start on time. There's all kinds of other injuries and moves that, that we've had that have happened. I mean, Profar might be a leadoff hitter now. Christ That's sake. what they're like, saying. He's going to be a leadoff stuff. hitter with the Rockies. Yeah. You know what I'd say? If you don't want to be super alarmist, I could be cool with taking him after Freddie Freeman. Like I got to take Mookie Betts and Freeman above him. And then I could jump in if I want to be less alarmist, but there's no way in this current state I'm taking him over like Kyle Tucker right now. Now, if they say it's day to day and he'll be good for the season, then let's just move on. Though I would say two injuries in spring training have me a little bit concerned going into the year, but let's move on as normal. If he's going to miss any time, even a two week or a month, then we're going to react accordingly. I think two week puts him... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. It's full shirt. Holy mother forking shirt balls. You know, you're going to get into that, like, probably where I said, even the two-weeker, I think, is right around Cole because we know we're missing, like, three weeks out of Tatis a month. Then we're going to be moving him down a little bit further. This could air, and it's all good. These are just different examples of what's going on, but it is, like, some brutal stuff that everybody's... We're all holding our breath because this is... There's always that one. This is that one right before the season that we're all holding our breath on what the hell is going to happen. And unfortunately, it's probably the not the round. player. Yeah, yeah, not the player anyone was expecting. Uh, some other big news. Vaughn Grissom was optioned to minor league camp. Hilariously, the team had said, uh, oh, him or Shoemaker are going to make the roster. And they optioned them both. And it's now Orlando Arcia. So I, they hate him. They hate I, I mean, Vaughn Grissom. It, he, here's the thing, too. Here's the thing that makes this the worst to me. You know what Von Grissom was hitting in spring training? Oh, yes. I think it's 371. 371. Uh, Matt Olson, who That's is hitting pull by me, 438. By the way. Uh, great. Uh, Matt Olson, who's hitting 438, is the only guy on his team hitting better than uh, Von Grissom. Shoemake hitting 323, by the way. Orlando RC is hitting 240 with no. one homer. Uh, he has five walks and uh, uh, five strikeouts, six strikeouts. I, clearly, I guess it's that's a defensive better. thing. Clearly, uh, it's a defense thing. I, it, clearly, it's crazy is what it is. I don't understand what is happening here. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, okay, uh, take a take a bat off the field for some defense, I guess. But uh, that's nuts to me. I cannot. Believe yeah, it. it's it's pretty baffling. And unfortunately, I have a really hard gauge on this because, like, I think there's a lot of guys that are little prospects. Like Brandon Fott is one of those. Like he got sent down. It's super stupid. But he's one of those guys. I think is going to be back up soon. You would assume Grissom would, but like, I don't know. Why are they sending him down? Is his defense that bad? Are they going to play him at short down? Why, like, if they're going to play him at short to get more reps down there, why not just do it up here? Is it that bad? And if he's going to work in a new position, then where the hell does he play? So I really just don't know the state of on Grissom right now. Really, really hated that one. Uh, speaking, I mentioned him. Jordan Alvarez is going to theoretically make his spring training debut any day now, which is going to just like curtail all the concerns. And that's where you're going to see Alvarez going above uh, Juan Soto, I think pretty easy. People won't, you know, be uh, mixing up the injuries. And speaking of injuries, Jacob DeGrom did not get injured in his <laughs> spring debut. He came out flanging some pitches. I think there were four strikeouts, three or four innings. I think there were 34 pitches, a whole bunch of strikes again, no walks. He was as efficient as he was in that um, that first uh, minor league game I saw in the backfield, the B-side, B B-squad game, versus uh, what he did in spring training. It was all the same. Interesting, you noted that Mitch Garver caught him in the game that I watched, Jonah Heim caught him. So there, I was hoping, I was wondering if there was going to be any like special catcher, and there's not. It both well, it's just nice that so Garver far. is catching, because he didn't catch last year, like you took yeah, the a good whole point. year. So maybe he'll get catcher eligibility pretty quick. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. All right, burning through some other ones. We got this one today. Carson Kelly with the Diamondbacks, fractured forearm. is going to start the year on the IL. Looks like he's going to miss six to eight weeks. Not to be morbid, but it's Gabriel Moreno season. Let's go. What, Let's what do you go. mean not to be morbid? Uh, you're, you're just, uh, that, that Carson Kelly got hurt? Whatever. Let's go, Gabby. Let's get it. Uh, I am excited about this. You know, I, I it sucks for uh, Kelly. I don't hate Kelly or anything, but like, that's yeah. the la- every time I look at Carson Kelly, I think I of know. Paul Goldschmidt. So see ya, you know, it, get you know, Gabby Moreno dude, in here. It's like it's like ending a ten year relationship and then keeping like fault. the most important thing that that person bought you in the house. Like they bought you a, a painting, you know what I mean? And keeping it in the house. Like every time I look at Carson Kelly, I'm like, get out of here. Get yeah, out <laughs> of here. I don't want to see you, MVP Paul Goldschmidt. I don't want to see it. But also, like, I'm a pretty big believer in Gabriel Moreno. I kept him pretty high in the prospect rankings for a while. Dynasty was there and everyone complained, oh, he can't hit, he can't hit. Once he started to learn to lift the ball, that was playing in well. Pretty good hard hit stuff we saw uh, last year. And uh, it's carried over. And he's an offensive catcher that is going to get a prime opportunity early on. 
And this is his it's chance. Asking a lot of him. It, it is. is asking a lot, but this is his chance to take it over where Carson Kelly never Wally regains Pitt. it because I think they'll keep Ali Sanchez uh, or Jose Herrera, one of those two. It's but Herrera I think it's, right now. Yeah. Is it Herrera? I thought it would be Ali Sanchez. So. But um, it's going to put Moreno in a situation where he is going to catch all of these guys and he's going to build the rapport and the team is going to do that. So once you get to Carson Kelly coming back and Gallon loves Moreno and, and, and Merrill Kelly loves Moreno, then this team is going to just have less excuses to put some garbage bat back in the lineup because of tenure. You know, that's what they love to do. And they're like, screw tenure. Let's get the offensive bat. Gabby can steal a little bit. He's not going to be Varsho, but he's going to be a lot more offense than people expect. And he's now very much on the radar in single catcher leagues. I would say like a hundred percent. Like he probably, I haven't done the 10 or 11, right? Um, I think I'm going to have him at 11 or 12, uh, which we will have rank updates on Friday at InTheSig.com on the Patreon if you want a brand new one for this weekend. He's going to be a starting catcher in a single single catcher and two catcher league. People are, you know, dancing in the streets right now, man. They're Sean Murphy or Gabby all. Moreno? Oh, Sean Murphy. Easy. Then he would be 11. Uh, Cal yeah. Raleigh. That's an Gabby. interesting one. Raleigh, um, Ruiz, Vasquez. That's kind of the group here. Yeah, well, I can't. I can't disclose it, but like Cal Raleigh is one of those guys that would be one of the huge beneficiaries to this, to the uh, shift. But I was talking with a certain person that writes articles at a big site about something that they're working on, uh, on kind of a counter to what some baseball teams might do to extreme pull hitters. If you know what I mean, which yeah. might, Two outfielders it, and five infielders. It essentially has to do with, and Cal Raleigh might be one of the guys that you see with that. So I, I don't know. I think Marino fits right in there. I think he's 11. I think he's my 11 guy, and I'm going to be pretty ecstatic about that. Uh, some other ones in here. We talked about Fott. Jorge Polanco is going to start the year on the IO with knee soreness. May. Lame. May. Yeah. Might. Okay, well, still Probably lame. Will. Super lame. Right. Uh, Garrett Whitlock, according to Alex uh, Cora, needs three more ramp-up starts, and then they'll put him in the rotation. So he would be set for the Red Sox fifth game of the year. That's good. Uh, Alex Cora also said that Masataka Yoshida is going to hit cleanup for the Red Sox. I got to tell you, after watching him as much as I did in the WBC, I've really changed my tune on him. His ability he golfed to- that one out. I mean, See, it was unbelievable. He picked it up off his shoe tops. I still am very questionable about like the people that are like, he's going to hit 20 plus homers, but man, is he going to have impactful hit. contact. He's going to have yep. impactful contact this year. And he's a steal right now. He's going to go way up in my final uh, ranking updates. I have tried to pick him in a couple spots. Uh, speaking of Justin Turner, return to the lineup. So that's good for him. He was hit in the face not too long ago. Seiya Suzuki is progressing his hitting program, but he's going to most likely start the season on the IL. Likely back in mid-April he is a target for me. Two guys that are targets for me right now, Joe Musgrove and Suzuki, who have those IL tags that people are scared of. I don't want to be. Even though Suzuki's is an, ob- is an oblique, the time frame is so much less. You're getting a big discount. I want him. What are you smiling about? Are you going to Pokemon? Are you going to catch all the injured guys? Are you going to have Buxton <laughs> and Jacob DeGrom on all your teams? What are you doing? Like injure uh, Poco mom. Catch <laughs> Someone do that. Someone Photoshop me with like four Pokemon Someone. characters around and they're all the injured guys. And I'm trying Someone, to do them. you know who you are? Do you know who Welsh is talking to someone? Someone. That's, it's so, like well, when Welsh says we to me and he means me. Like you're not fooling anyone. Jag, he he would well, like you to do it, something. So Jag's been on a little hiatus right now. Jag, he might have stuff going on. Oh, I don't you gave him a like, break. Oh, thanks, boss. Him. Yeah, you him. <laughs> <laughs> give, him, give him a break. He's on extended break. He's been a little busy, but if someone wants to tackle it, uh, let's just put me on the Pokemon catching all the injured guys. What's new? Uh, of course, uh, Carlos Rodon felt good after a bullpen session on Saturday. They're saying that uh, most likely he's going to miss around two to three weeks, which should be a, a standard IL stint to begin the year. I am still worried about him. Any pitcher with injuries I'm worried about. Uh, The other, I'm going to kind of cherry pick a couple of these right now. Jared Schuster and Dylan Dodd are competing for the last spot in the Braves rotation. I know a lot of people have talked about that. I don't have a ton of interest. Jared Schuster is interesting because he's one of the top Braves prospects. Dylan Dodd had a good start. Both disinteresting to me um, that they're going to be able to hold anything if people care about that. You talked about Jerks and Profar. I'm very much in on this one. Hell yeah. Him signing and leading off for the Rockies. 15 homers, five stolen bases last year. I think leading off in, in Colorado is a great spot to be in, man. Also, so. like, I think there's something to this is like a mental thing, but like he was on a team 
with a lot of like similar, you know, uh, countrymen of like Machado, leader, Tatis, his team. There are all these guys that were, they, they kind of own this team. Yes, you're going to a place that like, this is Chris Bryant's team. But there's really not other guys. There's not other yeah. guys like him like that. And he's on a contract type of year. He can run. He proved he could hit for big power. And Colorado provides just an extra barrier that um, I think he, I think he's a huge value right now. And he was in the 400s on Fantasy Pros ECR. ADPs on some sites are around the 260s. I think he's someone that could push into the 200s. I think he's somewhere in there. So I just think he's a value right now. I think you're in on that one too. Absolutely. It's a great spot to be in. Way to be, Rockies. Sign your leadoff hitter uh, eight days before the season starts. Absolute great planning. Way to be. This is Nate. This is why people pick on the Rockies right here. The most Rockies thing of all time was being like, hey, everybody, we traded for Nolan Jones. We have Al Harris Montero. And then breaking news, the Rockies signed Mike Moustakis and Jerks and Profar. (laughs) It's the most Rockies thing ever. So, of course, they're going to do this. But both of those guys are kind of like really interesting late guys. Uh, Bruce Bochy named Robbie Grossman the Rangers' primary left fielder this year. I did not see that one coming. So, okay, he's going to be that. Uh, Brandon Nimmo. Good enough to get released by the Tigers last year. So I, I thought he was going to be good. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. He's interesting out. too. Every time I see him too, he's just like a, he's like a little tiny guy, a little tiny, like muscle guy that's sitting out there. Did you get taller? Um, so a couple injury Sunday. notes, Brandon Nimmo sprained his knee and ankle, uh, trying to uh, break up a double play, but looks like he could be ready for opening day. Jared Kelnick is nursing some quad tightness, which we don't want to see. And he has just been ridiculous this spring. Mr. And spring Alex training. Ke- yeah. And Alex Kirloff might not be ready for opening day. That might be the most rinse and repeat thing we have said all season long. Alex Kirloff, every single time. It is I mean, it's every year. It's every year with him with the wrist, too. Like, just get a new wrist. Like, what are you doing? I mean, or cut it off. Do something. Quit playing baseball. Do something. Figure your wrist out. Okay. What do you think is more wild? That we don't have flying cars or that we can't regenerate, like, organs yet? Uh, Organs are number one. Let's you think that's that crazy that we can't do that? Did you know that scientists right close. now are working on bringing woolly mammoths back in the next like ten years? How about working on getting me a heart for the next five years? Yeah, let me uh, how let me that? replace let me replace this liver. Why don't you give me some new kidneys first? How about yeah. that? I don't have a gallbladder so I enjoy anymore. Coca-Cola I think I might need more. that. I've been eating a lot of right. fatty foods, and I'm realizing I think I might need that thing <laughs> more. <laughs> <laughs> you mean every burp during the show doesn't remind you that you have your gallbladder? Out? No, every time I go have like a, a big Mom. fatty meal and then I come home and I'm like, where's the bathroom? Like that, I realize like, <laughs> oh, that might be part of that. So I yeah, mean, but- I got my gallbladder and that happens to me. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so maybe it's not the gallbladder. So <laughs> it might not be science. the gallbladder. Right. Yeah. yeah. We don't need woolly mammoths. We need new lungs and we need new kidneys. Yeah. And, you know, I might need a new toe, too. That one's still bothering me. So we know that. Yeah, get some of those. Did so. that one turn black and fall off yet? I mean, you definitely need a new one soon. You know? No, not yet. No, it's still rolling. But if I if I if I just nudge it, if I nudge it whatsoever, if he showed it to your skin doctor, they would do the same thing they did to that thing. Oh my god, so. dude! Like, I I'm gonna do a video. I gotta tell you this right now. Like, I'm gonna tell this on air. So, and I mentioned this a couple of times now. But I have that this like this cherry angioma that was been under my eye forever. And and like, if you know me, most people like forgot it exists. But like, I always see it, and it's there. And I got, I went to the, finally got it taken care of and they, they lasered it and it is black. It is black. black. It, I'm just warning you. I'm, I'm going to give you a warning right now. Okay. You're going to laugh, but don't laugh so hard that it's going to hurt my feelings. All right. All right. I'm warning you as a friend. Like I'm holding you, mute over this. So. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm warning. If you laugh too hard. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, in this league. Look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Not me. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Okay, what are you doing to me right now? You're putting me on the spot. I'm going to laugh okay. just because you're saying this now. Okay. You're going to owe me money if you laugh. What? So, I... So... I just like I care less in my life anymore about things. So instead of like cleaning it up, like so the thing is gonna go away in like a week and a half. Like it's gonna be gone. So that's gonna be cool. But in the meantime, it is so much more noticeable than it's ever been before. And super cool that I'm doing CBS, the athletic, our ITL stuff, fantasy pros. Hey guys, I'm gonna be on Fantasy Fest for three hours or five hours or whatever it is on Fantasy Pros. And this thing is on there. It'd be so amazing if it fell off during Fantasy Fest. <laughs> that would actually be really funny. Pizapia texts me, and it is a screenshot of a video we did on YouTube. And he goes, and he does smiley face. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. And someone's comment is, does that guy have a fly on his face? And then someone under it went, that's ah, a tarantula. No? I'm trying, man. The fly, the tarantula <laughs> one wasn't funny. The fly one was really funny. And I text Joe back and I was like, why would you send this to me? Why would you even send this to me? I'm like, and he's like, yeah, I never look at the YouTube comments. And I'm like, so why are you doing it? And, I, and that, but that is what I set myself up for by you not see, putting makeup on it. Did you see someone? I'm going to put makeup some, on it for Fantasy you're not, Fest. You're not. I'm on you're Fantasy Fest. That. You are I'm, not doing that. It, I, it dude, would be so much funnier if it just fell off your face in the middle of it. It you know what? Well, put a bunch of you closed. know what? Put a bunch of makeup on it. I'm sure you screwing with it a bunch right before won't it make might. it loose or anything, right? Yeah. Uh, but but uh, I don't I'm know if you saw this today. Fest. But someone tweeted Fantasy Pros and said, "I need a dollar every time Bogman says meat on the bone." So <laughs> no, uh, they did it on Fantasy Pros as well. Yeah, so no, they didn't. Do I'm doing that. way more on Fantasy Pros than I do here. We're talking about prospects oh, all the time, man. NFL draft prospects. So yeah, of course. It's yeah. Okay. It is definitely lamer being on that, but I was like, Joe, why would you do that? Like, I already, t I've already said everybody, like, someone's going to say something about this because it's so much more noticeable. Oh, it's hilarious. Why are you being a baby? It's hilarious. no, it's the funniest thing on the planet. Oh, we're all laughing. Someone thought, someone thought your scab was a fly on your face. They for thought the whole it was show. a fly. On my by face. the way, the fly never left. Uh, this is the only <laughs> fly that doesn't buzz around your head for 10 seconds and then go right back to the same spot. It's the only fly that never left. Oh, you know what? Actually, it's a tarantula. You know what? Actually, it's a T Rex. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.